Hey streamers, welcome to the Streaming Lab podcast. Jan here with my co-host Vinit. Each episode, we are having a look at the latest headlines and trends that are shaping streaming in Middle East, North Africa and India. What happened this week in streaming in MENA? First topic, Amazon Prime to stop producing content from Africa and MENA. Then Netflix closes up five billion dollars deal with WWE and uh, Shahid announces uh, enhanced ad tech solutions for brand engagement. For streaming in India this week, Zian Sony again, what could uh, happen next? Then India versus England on Geo Cinema and finally Netflix getting rid of their cheapest plans. What does it mean for Netflix India? Hello, Vinit. How are you doing today? Hello, Jan. Hello, viewers. We're back with another one. Uh, yeah, it, it seems, you know, 26th of Jan, we're recording this, and it already feels uh, that we're well into the year. A lot of action already. Yeah, looking forward to getting stuck into this one. Never stops, this industry. <laughs> like so many news. Uh, yeah, it's insane. Especially when, uh, when the news about Netflix, everybody listens to it. So it should be interesting. We have two news about Netflix uh, Today, one is part of uh, MENA, the other one is part of India, but at some point, like it's uh, kind of a global news that will impact um, streaming worldwide. So it should be an interesting session. Absolutely. Let's start with uh, sad news. Amazon Prime to stop producing content from Africa and MENA. I'm not an expert when it comes to Africa, so we'll focus uh, on MENA. I'm very disappointed. First of all, what I, what I can say is that Prime Video evolved in a very uh, positive way in the past uh, two to three years. Um, I remember several years ago, the content strategy was uh, mainly based on the one uh, of Prime Video India. I don't say there is uh, not an audience for that, but uh, definitely uh, MENA is, um, is a much more diverse uh, region with several uh, audiences. Arabic, Indian, Filipino, and of course, uh, French, and many, many uh, other audience. And this is what they're, uh, they've been trying to do, expand their content strategy and localize their content strategy. So I know very well the guy that uh, moved to the region in order to implement this new localization strategy. And honestly, I was impressed. Like uh, he started from scratch and he met most of the production companies of the region and, and the results are uh, here. Like uh, So the same week Prime Video announced the release of two new TV series produced um, with production companies in the region. And like the same, the same week, big announcement from Prime Video that they will stop producing content from Mina. It's very like contradictory news. And uh, I don't know what you think, Vinit, but uh, I think this is the story of uh, of uh, streaming when it comes to global players. They uh, they need to make choice to make sure they are profitable. They focus on uh, um, advanced uh, markets. So I don't know what will, hap what will happen, but uh, yeah, it's very frustrating because they were uh, only uh, starting, you know, implementing a, a very interesting strategy in MENA. And then everything will stop. 
Yeah, it's it's uh, shocking, man. Uh, to be honest, I mean, the only thing that comes to mind, I mean, you know, is that uh, someone like even a Prime Video still needs to hire locally. Uh, you know, really understand the local markets, because one thing is clear: they cannot uh, just copy and paste what's working in the West uh, to this part of the world. You know, you need to really. spend time and effort uh, hiring the right people who understand the local culture uh you know what content is working what's not working um so i'm just maybe i'm just curious you know maybe uh what has gone behind this decision is uh what people are actually or what people were watching from uh here on prime video maybe they 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 saw that there's uh, some sort of a content uh, drop off in terms of what people were watching or not watching uh on prime video locally in in the gcc i don't know it's, it's difficult to tell but uh, it it defies logic because in terms of the average revenue per user we know that even for advertising a market like dubai is at par with the, with uh, with the us so you know with the new ad tiers that they've introduced uh, this was an opportunity to go after the gcc because the arpus are quite high so i don't know would have expected this uh, kind of decision after uh, six months from today they would have uh, had time to analyze the first result of their originals and if it doesn't perform that's it but we know that the streaming game is a long-term uh, game it's a little bit of a shock like honestly if you, if you had to list like a uh, three uh, streaming services and platforms that uh, will uh, will be around for a very long time i'm sure that prime video will be in your list we know that they're, they're it's not like kind of a standalone service like they their strategy is also uh, linked to uh, amazon and and the prime offering e-commerce is uh, is developing like crazy in the region yeah i'm not sure i understand uh, truly this decision but uh, let let me list uh, quickly the impact So they will scale back their operations in Africa and Middle East, and they will focus now in European originals. So definitely, they will um, they will reduce the the staff uh, in in Africa and, uh, and Middle East. So something interesting. It's uh, mainly about Europe, but I think it's worth mentioning it. So they will reorganize in two segments: Europe uh, established for markets, you know, like UK, Germany, and uh, Europe emerging. Like Benelux, Nordics, etc., and so they will split uh, Europe into. It looks like um, what they what they say at least is that Amazon was facing challenges like uh, strong competition in MENA and low streaming penetration. But again, this competition, like they uh, they made it happen, you know, by not localizing their content strategy. So of course, the local players they they were not going to wait for them. I would say it's a good lesson. So I'm, I'm, I know they will come back. To the region one day they did not leave they are still around but uh, they will come back in terms of uh, local productions but i'm afraid like it will it will still be very difficult for them especially if they wait uh, too long so let's see okay let's start with the first uh, news or i would say drama coming from india z and sony what could happen next oh my god oh my god this is uh absolutely insane uh i don't think many people um expected uh this to uh unravel the way it did 
I mean, everyone by now knows that the Z and Sony $10 billion merger fell apart earlier this week. And um, I think, you know, the question is that what does this mean for the Indian media industry? You know, the four four or five big players in the Indian media industry, Reliance, Geo, uh, is about to merge with Disney Star because, you know, Disney wants to exit uh, India. And uh, Z and Sony were expected to to merge as well, so that you know you essentially have a duopoly. So you know, I think it's a bittersweet moment. Uh, Yan is the way I would describe it. Um, in a way, it's good for the uh, consumer because you know you have more choice. It's always better to have more players. You have more options for content. But then you know when you look at the profitability metrics and the way people are looking at the business of media across the world. We know that it's not sustainable. So what could happen next? You know, Z is a massive brand, right? So, you know, they have, they were the OGs of uh, Indian content. Taking Indian content globally was their big pitch over the years. One can argue that no one understands Indian content the way Z does. So, you know, it's a big brand. It's just difficult to see any foreign a player or financial company coming in to save Z from outside because most of the folks feel that, you know, like a Western media company is is finding it difficult to succeed in, in India because of the, again, you know, understanding the local dynamics. In many ways, India is the, the United States of India. You know, every state has a different uh, culture, language. So it's not easy. But at the same time, it's Z. So, you know, there are some... Uh, Folks talking about the Adani Group, uh, which is you know the top three biggest uh, conglomerates from India. Uh, they have acquired NDTV uh, as a news channel earlier, so they're making moves in media. And um, you know, in in the Indian uh, business ecosystem, you have the Ambani's who own Reliance, and then you have Adani who is creating his own empire of, across businesses. And you know, he does not have much of a media presence, so maybe it's Adani who. Uh, makes a case for uh, adding Z to his uh, business interests. We'll see, but um, definitely, it's taken this. You know, this uh, news this week uh, has taken the entire uh, Indian media ecosystem by storm. So people are still figuring out what really happened. No one will really know. You know, they say that uh, Sony pulled out because the deal was taking too long. It was supposed to close. Uh, last year got postponed to December of last year, and then there was a deadline of uh, Jan twentieth, which again was missed. So, you know, who knows? But it's uh, it's definitely something to to watch out for uh, as the year progresses. Uh, my feeling also is that you know Puneet Goenka, who uh, Z wanted to head up the merged entity, uh, they finally agreed to to say that, you know, uh, Puneet will no longer be the uh, person who uh, leads the merged entity and then you know, give us a board seat. Sony said that we won't give you either of these. Uh, so I feel that, you know, if, if Z still relaxes uh, some uh, part of their requirements, uh, the deal could be back on track, but it's, it's, it's difficult. It's difficult. I think Z would have to uh, find some sort of a relief somewhere through some investment because even the stock price has taken a 35-40% hit in just a few days. It shows also that uh, consolidation is not always the solution. This is true in the US. You know, we, we know what uh, happened with big studios. 
of course, India is a totally different market, but uh, this is the reality. Like uh, profitability doesn't come um, from consolidation. It's one of the solutions, but not, not the only one. From a personal point of view, I like the people. You know, we already work with them uh, for them. By the way, as consultant, you remember in it? Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's a big company, uh, and uh, they, they they have a lot. To, they have a big potential. So I'm sure we'll we'll uh, hear from them very soon. Yeah, let's see what happens. Second uh, news: It's not only uh, about Mina; it's, it's uh, about Netflix. So they just closed the five billion dollars deal with WWE. That's huge. Everybody was talking about it uh, this week. Massive. So what they announced is a long-term partnership to stream uh, Raw that will be exclusively on Netflix starting January 2025. Big move, departure of uh, this show, Raw, from Linear TV after 31 years. So big, big move. And the deal, so as I mentioned, $5 billion. It's for 10 years. And um, it's not only about this show, but they will expand their the range of shows and events globally. So it looks like uh, Netflix will become like kind of the central hub for WWE content. And definitely, it's a it's a win-win. It will uh, increase the reach of WWE, and Netflix will finally uh, discover the potential of uh, live sports on uh, its platform. You come from uh, the sports streaming uh, world, uh, Vinit, and uh, you were not far from WWE. Was it a surprise or for you? A little bit of a surprise, I'll be honest. You know, we know that uh, UFC acquired WWE and the new entity is called TKO uh, as the stock ticker on the on the NASDAQ owned by the Endeavor Group. And um, I think, you know, I'm sure that this merger has something to do with it because, uh, you know, whenever two companies merge, you try and figure out ways to, you know, generate cash to make it more profitable. Timing is good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think, but Netflix is a perfect home for for them. You know, if they were if they were ever to have thought about this, uh, they probably did not think beyond someone like a Netflix just because of the the presence they have across the world. One can argue Prime Video as well, but you know, Netflix is is a pure streamer. So yeah, in terms of the experience, also that Netflix can can offer to its viewers, it's probably unparalleled. So you know, it's a, it's a good call. What's the impact in terms of content of Regin Mina? I know that Shahid um, already uh, has uh, some WWE content. SmackDown, right, is one of them. I assume they should keep this content, but for how long? Uh, it would not be a surprise if Netflix uh, keep uh, bringing WWE content on their platform on an exclusive basis. Let's see. And I think uh, our friends at uh, Stars Play, they have AEW, right? It's the other league. Mm -hmm. Wrestling is powerful, huh? That's crazy. It's difficult to understand it from a European point of view because like, uh, it's not like very uh, well-known sports. How is it in India? Like, do, you, do you watch a lot of uh, wrestling content or is it mainly US-centric? Yeah. No, it's crazy. So I, I remember growing up uh, in the uh, uh, so early 90s. You know, that's when the whole W... It was called WWF at that time. 
you know, World Wrestling Federation. Uh, and uh, we were huge fans. Yeah. No way. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, Star was starting in India at the time. So the, the first broadcast channels from Star were there and uh, we were exposed to um, the WWF content. And it was huge rage. You know, I remember following all the characters, you know, The Undertaker, uh, Brett Hitman Hart, uh, Hulk Hogan. You know, all these guys were like etched in memory even till today, people remember. So, yeah, you know, over the years, I think uh, of late, maybe the brand has been diluted a little bit. But I, I still remember when we were powering up Sony Live, uh, when I was at Bright Cove. Sony Live was has been the destination for uh, WWE content in India for years, and the numbers were, were very healthy with uh, with watch time. So yeah, there's definitely a market. I saw another news related to to this one. Um, the Rock is now uh, part of the board for like a huge deal, like a crazy amount. But I assume he deserves it, right? He was part of the family. Yeah, yeah, correct, correct. Let's move to the second news about streaming in India. Uh, again, like a very small company, Geo Cinema. <laughs> so, what what do you want to mention about so India versus England, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, no, really quickly. I mean, you know, everyone's Z Sony news came out, so I thought it's relevant to just say that you know England is storing India uh, for five test matches, and all the matches these are like you know. Five test matches, each test match is five days. So it's a lot of streaming of live sports, which has come together in a very short period of time. So I just thought it's interesting that, you know, this will this will test Geo Cinema because it's, it's essentially going to be 25 days of uh, nonstop cricket, live streaming of cricket on the app. Uh, you know, they're used to doing it for the IPL, but, you know, those are different matches. It's like four hours each game. This is like eight hours, nine hours of streaming every day for 25 days. So, uh, you know, <laughs> it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see how the how the technology keeps, how, keeps pace. Yeah, interesting uh, tech uh, challenge on this one. Do you know uh, what, what model uh, will it be this time? Free. Free again, okay. Yeah. Free, free ad supported on all the devices. Yeah, yeah, all devices. Do, do you think uh, we should see uh, other big numbers? Maybe not record, but yeah, maybe not as big as the IPL or the World Cup, but uh, definitely, you know, it's England. Decent, decent one. Decent, decent, yeah. But India, decent also will be a you know few tens of thousands. <laughs> definitely, a lot of live streaming coming up of sports. Last news about streaming in the MINA. It's a very fresh news. NBC, Shahid, and MMS organized an event yesterday. Uh, unfortunately, I couldn't go, but um, I just read an article about it, so I will summarize it right now. What they announced for me it wasn't like a big news. They mentioned again that 86% of their content is available for free uh, viewers. This is what they announced one year ago. Yeah, they need to work a little bit more their PR this time. <laughs> Maybe I'm the only one in the region, you know, tracking those numbers. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> and it's been one year, I keep saying, yeah, you know, 86% is available uh, on AVOD. And now they announce it again. So at least they, they maintain this number. 
let's say, let's say this way. Interesting point this year is that most of the Arabic content dedicated to Ramadan will be uh, uh, free. So yeah, big move usually. You know, it's kind of a premium content and they used to put it behind the paywall. So yeah, it shows a different mindset. And the event were organized by uh, MMS, that is their uh, advertising uh, arm. They announced um, kind of um, upgraded uh, advertising tech solutions with uh, new ad formats for Ramadan. So one that's called the Ramadan Timer ad, another one called the Branded Collection Feature. So two objectives, improve the brand visibility and uh, viewer engagement. Like again, like uh, not uh, surprising news, but uh, it shows that uh, they keep focusing on uh, um, advertising and they make sure that uh, Shahid, um, thanks to uh, exclusive content, thanks to uh, enhanced advertising solution, have uh, all they need in order to perform in this region at a very uh, challenging time. But also, uh, uh, it's like uh, Ramadan is an important uh, time of the year when it comes to uh, advertising. I wish them the best, uh, and I'm sure they will, uh, again, generate like a crazy amount of views. Yeah, I think also, you know, and this uh, announcement has come at a time when a lot of brands, at least in the last quarter, were pulling back their spends because of the war. Uh, so, you know, I think now uh, this announcement is also to attract brands to say that, okay, you know, we're open to business. You know, let's come back. Spending is coming back slowly. Because otherwise, I remember last year, I was talking to a few people and they were like, you know, uh, brands... I'm not too sure that it's a good time to advertise because of what's happening in Gaza. So, you know, it's, uh, let's see. You're right. No, you're totally right. And um, same for the streaming lab, by the way. Huh? We, we are part now of the advertising industry, uh, thanks to our sponsors that believe in us. And yes, yeah, some of them decided to postpone their uh, their sponsorship activities with the streaming lab. The main reason is uh, it's difficult in this, these times, you know, to uh, find the right message. So better to wait a little bit. And this is what happened for us. And this is what uh, will happen uh, uh, for most of the hybrid streaming services, ad-supported streaming services. And hopefully uh, everybody will be on board before Ramadan. Last uh, news today, Netflix. Again, so it's a global news. They are they are getting rid of their cheapest plans, but you wanted to to highlight the impact on uh, Netflix India, right? Yeah, I think it's a very smart move, you know, Yan. Uh, even for a country like India, I I always uh, a lot of people question as to why would Netflix uh, dilute their brand uh, and have the lowest tier. The lowest tier, by the way, in India. Um, was sorry is actually still going on is 199 rupees uh which is uh you know two and a half dollars um for one device only so it's a mobile only plan mobile only and uh two and a half dollars a month um which is still like you know for netflix it's ridiculously um a, a awesome deal um but in spite of that the subscriber numbers in india um, are okay, I would say, at best. Uh, last numbers I saw for Netflix in India were six and a half million subs. 
uh which you know for a country like india it's not on me no way it's nothing yeah yeah it's nothing exactly in spite of them having this plan you know so i think that tells me that um people obviously indian you know in india getting people to pay for content is difficult you know piracy is a threat in general people are used to paying for content with their time which is you know they'll they'll watch one extra ad but they don't want to pay for content so i think this is a smart move because by the time they come to india with this uh, idea of removing the cheapest plan you know it's starting with the us and canada i believe and they'll slowly start coming to you know the other countries um i think by the time they come here with an awards strategy you know the ad supported sports strategy i think that for their profitability is a much more healthy way of uh you know attacking india versus offering just the cheapest price um because i'm not sure uh that's the right way of of winning india you know i think what jio is doing with offering content for free but then you know loading a lot of ads uh, offering a premium experience i think netflix can do something similar i'm not saying copy jio but do something similar where you have a a, a much lower sword plan with ads because that's something people are used to doing anyway so uh it's a very interesting uh, uh strategy that uh, netflix has announced uh probably also in, you know has something to do with the fact that their existing subscribers were getting cannibalized by cho- by choosing the cheapest plan and you know not going for the ad supported sword so and the um, pricing strategies of streaming services uh, fascinates me i wrote an article uh, monday about the pricing strategies of svv services in uh, middle east north africa when you put the date next to each other you learn so much that that's not easy to compare them because you need to compare the right package and they and they don't have the same positioning but still like you realize that uh, the global players they don't play the same game compared to the local players and i will i will trust more the local players you know in pricing strategies but i think they, they the global the global players uh, they they have a lot to learn yeah yeah absolutely the the rules that uh, apply in their core uh, markets don't uh, always work uh, in countries and regions like uh, india or you know yeah absolutely That's it for today. Um question of the week, Vinit, what have you been uh, streaming this week that you would like to recommend? Yeah, so this week, I in fact last night, I just saw uh, one of the biggest Bollywood movies of all time, movie called Animal. It's a long movie, three and a half hour movie, yeah. <laughs> so I had to take a break and I slept really late, but uh, you know, uh, it's a it's a controversial movie and you know, it's basically it made a lot of uh, headlines uh, in india some good news some bad news the good news was the numbers uh, were through the roof box office massive hit one of the biggest bollywood movies of all time uh, but the bad news was that the movie had some uh, derogatory dialogues against women and the way the you know protagonist and the the main actors treat uh the female characters uh was disrespectful some people thought and you know so it was controversial so obviously my wife uh, you know refused to go to the theater 
uh, with me to watch the movie. So I said, okay, forget it. We, we'll skip the movie and I'll wait for OTT. <laughs> and so I watched it alone last night on Netflix, three and a half hours, took a break, two or, two or three breaks. But uh, starring Ranbir Kapoor, one of the biggest uh, stars in Bollywood, uh, Bobby Diol is back uh, in a big way. You know, he's uh, one of the early superstars. Then his career was going through a downhill. Now he's back up. You know, he plays the villain, a small role in the villain. There's a famous song, yeah, and I'll send you the, the, the clipping. It's actually an Iranian song, which they have adapted uh, in a Bollywood movie. And believe you me, that song is there for like two minutes in the movie, but it's become a national anthem in India. And people are wondering, you know, this song is not in Hindi, it's not in the Indian languages, but the, the tune is so catchy, the way it's performed... And it's uh, it was I think the top two or top three, uh, most played songs on Spotify India. That's the that's the one I would I, I would recommend just seeing the movie, without worrying about you know without having any sort of morality or ethics in your mind. It's just uh, it's an entertaining watch. You mentioned it this morning, so I had a look quickly on Netflix, and I watched like a five minute of the movie and uh, a specific scene like where the, a brother is trying to defend. Uh, his uh, sister in a, in a classroom and uh, completely crazy but I can I could feel like the quality of the movie was good so uh, yeah this is definitely I'll try to watch it maybe not uh, maybe it's, uh, I will need several uh, nights <laughs> yeah you know it, it reminds it reminds me of uh, those old Hollywood movies of Al Pacino and uh, Robert De Niro, where there's a lot of vi lot of violence. Scarface, yeah. You know, Scarface is, is one of those movies. What about you, Yan? Yeah, from my side, I uh, binge watched uh, this week. So it's been uh, it's been a long time. So the Walking Dead released uh, two uh, spin-offs TV series uh, um, recently that are available uh, on Star's Play uh, behind the paywall. The first one is called The Walking Dead, Daryl Dixon. Um, basically, I'm not, I, are you aware with The Walking Dead the universe? Yes, a little bit. I have not seen it, but yes, I'm, I'm aware, yeah. Uh, Daryl is the character, you know, with his uh, bike. Uh, and he's, uh, he's one of the favorite, like, uh, character from, uh, for, for the fans. So um, I love this uh, spin-off. For many reasons, the the main one is that uh, it's um, based in France, so that's fun. He, he he starts in the south of France, so you can definitely recognize. I come from the south of France, so you could definitely recognize yeah, the countryside. And then they move to Paris, so then you have zombies in the middle of Paris. That's uh, I loved it. And the second spin-off is called The Walking Dead: um, Dead City. So it focuses on two other characters, so Maggie and Megan, that are well-known characters. And they are on a mission in um, Manhattan, New York City. I watched like both uh, seasons. They have six episodes each. And I really liked it. The, the focus is uh, definitely on the characters. And finally, like um, we discover zombies in the middle of well-known cities, like Paris and uh, New, York, New York City. So... I loved it. And um, you know, one of my dream one day, I keep uh, saying it to my wife, but uh, like, uh, she doesn't want to hear about it. I would like, like, you know, to play a zombie in The Walking Dead. 
<laughs> I hope that uh, at some point, like uh, there will be a spin-off uh, in Dubai. <laughs> we'll pay some. <laughs> I train very often. You know, you know, you know, Yan. You have Dubai bling. You have Dubai Shark Tank. Maybe now it's time for Dubai Walking Dead. Yeah, you know, I have. I'm not a, a bling guy. I'm, a, I'm more than sci-fi zombie guy. <laughs> That's it. But um, even if you are not familiar with The Walking Dead, like you can definitely watch those two um, uh, series. It's a uh, it's a good way also to to better uh, the the universe. What's what's it on? What's it on? Netflix or Stars Play? Oh, Stars Play. Stars Play. Okay. Yeah, they won't stop there. You know, it's a good franchise. So if they keep the this quality, they can uh, they can produce a lot of spin-offs. Wow, exciting! That's a wrap for today's episode. Thank you for joining us on the Streaming Lab podcast. Remember to subscribe to the Streaming Lab for more insights at thestreaminglab.com. Until next week, and don't forget, keep streaming. Bye bye. See you later, guys. <laughs>